0: You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things we love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt.
1: Yes, we're back post-daylight savings time. Well, Shelby is tired. I'm such a
0: drag.
1: <laughs> but we're here in the dark recording this yeah. for you. So be excited. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a review
0: oh, to read
1: before uh, we get another started. another
0: relative uh, whose name you want to butcher? Yeah. <laughs> My family group chat has had a lot of fun with that one. So. It could have
1: easily been a Bayo boy. <laughs> I did not know.
0: Oh, a Bayo boy. Er, is what it would have had to be. But
1: <laughs> there's not er. There's oh, no right. er. You're
0: right. A Bayo boy. That's cute. It's her new nickname. So we thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. This one is from Ollie Oxenfree so (laughs) literally could be anyone i don't know maybe one of your relatives but perhaps not unless you have (laughs) i mean unless you have a a cousin named like (laughs) ali freeman or something yeah
0: (laughs) not that i know but i'll check
1: they say the funniest friends five stars tuesdays are my favorite days because their pop culture roundup always features the dumbest funnest stories (laughs) keep it up (laughs)
0: You know what? I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the reviews we get, but we have been getting a lot that are basically like, I don't care about what these people are talking about, but they're entertaining.
1: I I, I sort of am like, where do you get off, sir, coming on our podcast calling us dumb? But at the same time, I'm looking at the stories that I've picked out for this week, and I'm like, "Mm, we're not wrong.
0: Yeah. You know, we gotta give the people what they want, and clearly, it's uh, it's tapping into a need that people something. don't even recognize. Yeah. Oh my! But gosh. if you have something to share about our podcast, maybe maybe admitting that you too care about these dumb funny stories, <laughs> you can leave us a review on iTunes. Just scroll all the way down, um, leave a few stars, write a review, and we'll we'll uh, read it on air, probably. So.
1: You know, we're like the uh, like the what was that movie? The big short of podcasts. It's like (laughs) we're talking about topics that people don't care about, people don't know about, but we're making them interesting and (laughs) accessible to the general populace.
0: Exactly. So Yes.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yes. Oscar winning podcasting happening over here.
1: And Oscar-winning Photoshop always. So you can follow <laughs> us on social media. P.S. You're wrong. Shelby's doing wonders on Instagram.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Um, we got a Twitter feed. We're tweeting back and forth at each other on Twitter. If you want to follow <laughs> us individually, you can also follow me on TikTok. I got I'm a TikTok is. update on my number mm. of followers. Oh here. yes. Because I got I got. Text from people laughing at me that I only had three followers when I plugged it, but jokes on them because now I have five followers.
0: <gasps> oh my gosh! It worked! Like, our... We should get a sponsor. Clearly, our numbers, like... We move people to action, you know?
1: Nobody has TikTok. That is the <laughs> issue. And really, if I wanted to drive content, I could stop posting them on my Twitter. But instead, I'm doing yeah, that. Yeah. So, so like, n- you don't have a TikTok. Right, you I know. don't.
0: Rob got one. Did he follow you?
1: I don't know. Oh, my oh, gosh. Awkward. <laughs> if he didn't... Who else is he following? I don't know. I don't know if he
0: understands it yet. I think he was just like... What is TikTok and downloaded it? I have
1: five followers. Mm -hmm. Three of them I know. One of them is user and then a long bunch of numbers. So I guess that could be Rob. (laughs) And the last one is someone named Grace Moore 6400, who, as far as I can tell, is not someone I have ever seen before.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's like a real victory then.
1: She posted two things her Instagram only is private, and it has two posts, so I can't see that. But...
0: Well, we don't need to dox people on air, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I mean, she's following me, so she's great. <laughs> I No private. complaints. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? If I ever get TikTok, I'll probably follow you, so...
1: Thank you. Thank yeah, you. you're welcome. <laughs> okay, shall we get into the dumb news that we have yeah. for this week? <laughs>
0: yeah tell me something i don't know
1: okay well first just a l- excitement that we need you and i to address hmm. our favorite movie of 2018 spider-man into the spider-verse is getting yes. a sequel and yes. it was announced that it's coming out in april 2022 we don't know anything else about it as far as i could tell i could not find any like plot details or anything other than like it's going to be more Spider Versey stuff. I'm assuming that we'll get some new versions of Spider Man in the movie. I hope that Spider Ham is back because he was my favorite in <laughs> the first one. But otherwise, just generally excited for the movie.
0: I know. I'm sort of. It feels so far away that I just can't even fathom it. But we just rewatched the um, climactic scene because anytime. Rob is reminded of anything related to Spider-Man slash Spider-Verse. He turns it on. It's like bookmarked on our <laughs> TV. So we're still big fans. We're looking forward to it.
1: Oh my gosh. So exciting.
0: <laughs> um, I have some dumb news that I find very entertaining. Um, Selena Gomez, she recently released a couple new singles and like announced a new era and it's all very exciting, yes. blah, blah, blah.
1: Mm-hmm. But,
0: um, She also just got her first number one on uh, Billboard, which is exciting for her. Great song. You can listen to us discuss it on Swiftish. But what has been very entertaining is this like like behind the scenes drama between Swifties and Selena fans. And it all sort of came to this explosive head when um, Selena posted a photo of her wearing Kim Kardashian's shapewear line skims and this was right after formerly she'd been called on a- kimono yeah <laughs> yeah yeah another dumb story we've mentioned here before but this is right after like a publicity friendship tour between the two of them taylor and selena where they were like oh yeah she's my writer die i love her so much and so fans were immediately like, OMG, what is she doing in the skims? The traitor. She's so fake. What a horrible friend. How could she support her friend's arch enemy? And so there was enough backlash brewing and a few like news articles that were being written about fans' responses to this slight on Selena's part that Selena finally deleted the post and instead uploaded a... A, like photo of Taylor and her together and was basically like, this is my ride or die. Like no questions asked, basically putting <laughs> Taylor fans back in their corner, just being like, sit down and shut up because you're embarrassing yourself, which is true. And also, I don't know, it's complicated. But what's an interesting wrinkle is that the next day, Kim Kardashian posted a Instagram story where she was at a photo shoot for something And in the background, she was listening to Lover by Taylor Swift. So it's kind of drawing this whole scandal into question, you know, like, was it all for uh, the drama? Are they each doing it for the clicks? Like, what's going on? You know, is it just coincidence? Were they just thoughtless about it?
1: Wait, who? who's bringing up the drama is Taylor Swift (laughs) is involved or these other people just separate of Taylor, right?
0: It's people separate of Taylor, but Taylor Swift fans are very, um, in turmoil about Selena choosing skims and then Kim throwing us all off by listening to Taylor Swift. So
1: first off, the Hollywood and like celebrities Is a small world There's like yeah. I mean it seems like There's a lot of people But really there's not Especially when you get to like The top A tiered level mm-hmm. And all of these people Know each other They're all at like Events with each other And just because like you as a fan have this vendetta against somebody (laughs) does not mean that everybody else who is friends with that person has to share that vendetta because Mm -hmm. in the world like if if Selena Gomez has nothing to do with the Kardashians like that could affect her business in some way shape or form you know like I'm sure Mm -hmm. that there are opportunity you can't just have grudges against 65 (laughs) million people when there's only so many people you can choose from to work with and like (laughs) It's not like Kim Kardashian, you know, like murdered Taylor Swift's father on her front (laughs) lawn or something. Like there, there was a slight. Taylor has an issue with her, but not every person who is friends with Taylor Swift can also carry out a vendetta (laughs) against all of Taylor Swift's ex boyfriends and the Kardashians and Scooter Braun and any artist who has ever worked with Scooter Braun. It's just like there's just too many people and Swifties who you know got nothing but time and have never seen any of these people (laughs) can spend their day. Hating everyone, but if you're actually like a working business person, you can't Mm. do that. I mean, like, if you had some kind of weird business feud with like, uh, I don't know, Selena Gomez, and then Selena was like, Hey, Matthew, do you want to like promote my whatever? I'd be like, Sure, because you know, (laughs) that that's a thing. I'm not gonna be like, No, uh, you once called Shelby's podcast dumb, so I'm not going to like go on (laughs) your stuff. That
0: hurts, but I guess I get it. You know, I, I would definitely throw you under the bus for, uh, Ride with Jake Gyllenhaal or a photo shoot with zach Efron. Like I get it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's business and women entrepreneurship. You know, hashtag <laughs> yes. boss women or whatever. So <laughs> Selena is doing her job, like making money. Leave her alone.
0: Oh, you're a Selena Stan. Cute.
1: I listened to the song once and was like, meh, underwhelmed. But that's a neither here nor there.
0: <laughs> that's fair.
1: Uh, Okay, I want to bring up all of this new Game of Thrones drama, which all dropped on the same day earlier this week and was just fascinating. The like stench of the (laughs) Game of Thrones final season is in the air and how it's affecting all of these like Hollywood backroom dealings, Mm. because for those of you who do not remember this. Benioff and Weiss, who are the showrunners, creators of Game of Thrones, the television show, were contracted by Star Wars to do a trilogy of movies. And that's part of the reason why the last season was so bad, supposedly, that they were excited to do Star Wars, they have a deal with Netflix, they were excited to do other things. They wanted to be done with Game of Thrones, they rushed it, and it's bad. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But in this process, the, ch- the last season, I guess, was like, I mean, it wasn't well regarded. I think there's some like a little bit of stench on Benioff and Weiss. They were like pitching ideas to the Star Wars executives. The Star Wars execs like weren't apparently gelling with those ideas and there was like some creative differences and also word has gotten out that well, maybe benioff and weiss broke up this deal because they are more excited about projects that they're going to be doing with this netflix deal that they've signed but part of me is like you know that when the Star Wars people signed up Benioff and Weiss initially that they were real excited to have like big name, well-loved talent Mm -hmm. who had created this fantastic franchise that everyone loved. Once that is gone and you realize, (laughs) oh shoot we are now shackled together with two people who are largely hated in the (laughs) sci-fi fantasy world. Like, do you really want to bring them in to do three Star Wars movies? So I could see, you know, like an exec at Disney sort of saying, okay, whatever idea they have, just like, we're not going to like it. And maybe eventually (laughs) we can break up with them because we don't want them on our roster for making these movies.
0: Right. Yeah, no, it was very, it was a very fishy timing. And people were like, They tried to play it off as if it was their choice, but, like, why would they give up this opportunity? It's, like, the biggest franchise in history, so it doesn't make sense that they
1: just walk away from it. And then the same exact day (laughs) hbo comes out separate of this news and there was a prequel series in the work like a game of thrones prequel series starring naomi watts that was supposed to be set like thousands and thousands of years before the events of game of thrones and that had shot a pilot an expensive pilot and apparently they canceled that season based on the response they got to the pilot i think probably also in response to how bad the last season was (laughs) and how people in general like aren't necessarily feeling game of thrones at the moment i think if game of thrones had gone out on the top people would have been like yes we want to watch these stars movies yes we want to watch new game of thrones series but right now like me as game of Thrones fans and a book reader is like, "Eh, no, I'm good for a while. (laughs) But then the weirdest thing, those two instances kind of make sense to me. But then HBO goes ahead and greenlights an entire series, not just a pilot, but like a straight to series order for a new show featuring the Targaryens, which is like (laughs) a family in Game of Thrones, much more closely connected to the actual series than this weird prequel was so it's weird on one hand that everyone seems to be slowly backing away from game of thrones but then at the same time hbo is like you know what people want they want a full friggin series of a targaryen game of thrones story so that's what we what have what is it gonna to be to. Are you,
0: what what is that if not just game of thrones
1: i mean it basically is except for it's daenerys's the blonde right. white haired chick from Game of Thrones, her like ancestors. It's about like her right. grandparents or something.
0: But I mean, that's still just a battle for the throne, right? Like, I mean, I just it just sounds like yes, it's Game of no, Thrones. No, it's exactly
1: <laughs> the same. It's just different characters, huh. you know.
0: I hadn't heard that yet. That's very interesting. And it's just like, huh, hmm. huh. So, are you excited for it or not? really
1: not really honestly i feel like there's so much tv i didn't particularly like the latter seasons of the game of thrones show like you would think that they would be putting more effort into this maybe than that but or it could go in a different direction but at the same time like i don't know there's just so much stuff if it comes out and people are like this is great then i'll watch it but if it comes out and people are like meh then i'll skip it yeah
0: Hmm, very interesting. I will probably not watch it, but who's surprised there?
1: (laughs) I mean, you could get in on the ground floor of this one, Shelby, and not just have to skip tons of episodes.
0: Aren't they, like, the worst family, though? Like, they're toxic and like evil and murderous and incestuous? I don't
1: think they're incestuous. I don't (laughs) think they're all necessarily evil. And this is set, like, I want to say a couple hundred years before the events of the... So it's not anybody that we, like, know or really right. even anybody who's mentioned, but...
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'll probably skip it. Um, no thanks, but... It um, probably won't be
1: out for, like, another two years, so that and Spider-Man <laughs> we can do episodes on back-to-back, probably. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, well, good. I look forward to that. Um, I have more music news, I guess, but I was interested to get your thoughts on this. So the uh, Taylor Swift world lit up when it was announced that the AMAs were going to name her... Artist of the Decade, which, I mean, it's AMAs. It's sort of like midbrow, lowbrow. I don't know. But it started drawing into question who's going to get the Billboard um, Artist of the Decade. I don't think they've officially announced it, but there was this rumor or a leak that it was going to go to Drake, (laughs) which is just truly baffling to me. And I just can't, I could probably name like 10 artists who probably had more of an impact than Drake. But I was wondering what you thought of all that. And if you'd heard anything about it.
1: You know, I saw the Taylor Swift news and I sort of like rolled my eyes and was like, whatever. (laughs) I mean, I can, I, you know, they want those viewers. Like that's they're putting on this show for the viewers and for the sponsor money. So it's like, who is going to get the most people to watch? And I think Taylor Swift is, is proven that she has really? a large legion of fans.
0: A... <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's I mean, done her work. You know. It's, yes, it's, yes. It's but fathomable. I think when,
1: <laughs> I don't know, I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily, in my mind, see that much of a distinction between Drake and Taylor Swift, as far okay, as like. Well,
0: I mean, globally, even at least, there's a huge difference.
1: I mean, like, do you have numbers for this, or you're just like? <laughs> Yeah, I can give you some
0: numbers for sure. I mean, no, I mean, look at Taylor Swift's world tours compared to Drake's tours. Like, that's a number.
1: I feel like, okay, so for artists of the decade, if we're just like thinking about this abstractly, I think you want somebody who was like big at the beginning of the decade, obviously, mm-hmm. and still has like star presence now where people are... Yeah. you know, downloading their music. As As far <laughs> as I'm concerned, I don't know, maybe there's like 10, 12 people that you could feasibly pick right. from in that spectrum. You know, like Beyonce, mm-hmm. Adele. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would put, I feel like Drake is much bigger in like rap circles than in pop music. But mm. I don't know. I mean, I he's had a bunch of successful songs that I feel like have spanned... Like, from high school me to (laughs) the present. Whereas, I mean, I I don't know. It doesn't... It's not like they're like... And the the artist of the decade is... Like Billie Eilish or you know like some random Person's like well right. that person hasn't been doing stuff for a while yeah. Or it's also not like the artist Of the decade is Fleetwood Mac and it's like Okay right. well yes they're famous but like What did they actually do this decade
0: But what did Drake do this decade You know like Kiki and- He has a lot of songs
1: <laughs> Uh I mean I don't know Rihanna <laughs> I feel like is a feasible option Katy yeah, Perry but she's, but she's like this. sort of fallen off the yeah. bandwagon a little bit this era she'd be like yeah. more early half the decade
0: I know it's it that's how I feel like with Drake though is similar I feel like if we had stopped in 2015 and we're like who do we think could win artists of the decade then yeah like I think Katy Perry Lady Gaga Beyonce Drake they'd all be front runners but I feel like everyone aside from Beyonce has kind of fizzled. Like Drake's last album didn't do well. Um, Critically streaming. Like I just, and I know I'm biased with the whole Taylor Swift angle, but even taking Taylor Swift out of it, I just wouldn't put Drake up there. But I think, yeah, I think you can make arguments for Beyonce or Adele just because of the waves they make whenever they do anything and the influence they have outside of like, just streaming numbers or whatever but i don't know drake just seems sort of out of left field for me but maybe i am out of touch with the people who (laughs) appreciate it
1: i'm looking at numbers now okay (laughs) um okay so us so drake had best i ever had in 2009 which is number two on the charts in 2010 he has find your love which is number five on the chart um okay let's see what he's had more recently hold on we're going home is number four in 2013 number two hotline bling in 2015 uh number one in one dance in 2016
0: these are singles or songs or
1: yes these are singles
0: I mean, okay, if you're a Drake stand another, it's fine. God's, like I, <laughs> God's plan
1: is number one in, I'm happy for you. <laughs> in 2018. Like, it, this doesn't feel nice for what was in 2018. That was a number one.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: In My Feelings is a number one. That's in 2018. Yeah. So, I don't know. He had a number three in I don't even know Okay, to well, money then, in the yeah. grave. I've never Drake. heard of that. How is that number 3 in the US?
0: Drake's going to do Billboard and you're going to be happy and I'm I'm glad to know
1: it. I I mean, do I'm I Thrilled th- for you? Obviously <laughs> all of these awards should be going to Beyoncé. Is there an even <laughs> other viable option? Like no. Yeah. There's just not. <laughs> She's had three fantastic albums come out this decade. I think three, maybe four. No, I think just three. Just I three. think four.
0: Well, and maybe. beyonce
1: and lemonade yeah unless when did i am sasha fierce no that came out while i was in high school so no so she's had three hit albums she did she's gone on tour plus then she had the beyonce jay-z of the mm-hmm. carters mm-hmm. album mm-hmm. and then also the lion king stuff she had bay cella she's been on tour like it should be her
0: mm.
1: that's yeah. who it that's who it should actually be but i will accept Taylor Swift I will accept Drake As like okay fine they're passable It's not like they're giving it to Justin Timberlake uh, yeah. Or you know Or even Jay-Z True. Or honestly like even Kanye Like as much as I like Kanye he should not be winning Artist of this decade So
0: <laughs> That'd be an interesting award show though
1: I mean it'd be great get him and Taylor Swift to come back and do it again You know yeah. they li- they live for that But bring it start up at any stage. chance they can get Yeah <laughs> Yes and a real uh
0: a raw moment
1: <laughs> yes I'm just, what's the like what's the opposite of some, like I, I wanted to say like a 59 or, or like a 50 50 or something like what's a uh,
0: like the reverse of
1: something there's a term for that but i can't oh, think of what it is
0: i don't know it's Whatever. like it's like 10 p.m with daylight savings my brain's too yes, slow yes <laughs> so
1: true so true um okay, I mean I don't really have anything else other than just like celebrity Halloween costumes. Do you have any favorites? The Kardashian weird Flintstones <laughs> thing was fantastic. Yeah. Is Kanye West supposedly, supposedly in a dino costume but like was he? And then also they had to photoshop yeah. one of the babies in really the picture because me. she was so afraid yeah. of the dino and the photoshop wasn't good yeah it was like lower than PSU. <laughs> it Ron was Caliber, like so. snapchat
0: level photoshop clipping you know you can like clip out a face and plaster it on another photo on snapchat and that's what it looks like
1: yeah i don't so yeah I, it was
0: a pretty dull know. halloween i felt like nothing like nothing outrageous nothing really memorable there were too many like I mean, the Kardashians did like 18 costumes over the course of a week, and I was just like,
1: and where were they? Like, were they wearing these places, or (laughs) were they just taking pictures? That's a big question I have about all of these Halloween costumes. Is it feels like some influ like a PR firm was like halloween is a good time you need to come up with a costume they're like <laughs> we'll come up f- with it for you we'll come to your house we'll put you in it we'll shoot it and then you yeah. can take it off like there, <laughs> there's no oh they were out at a club dressed as so-and-so it's just no, very no much way a... they did all
0: those costumes and went to like six parties it's just
1: yeah, they were just no. for fun no they were just playing dress parties. up
0: <laughs> <laughs> but anyways love it or hate it do you got something this week
1: I do. I do. So I went and saw Jojo Rabbit finally. Aww. The um uh it won the Toronto Audience Award, which Green Book won last year. So oh. it automatically like flings it into the Oscar conversation. And I had heard generally negative reviews about it. For those of you who haven't oh, really? seen the trailers, this is like a Holocaust comedy or like a <laughs> World War 2 kind of comedy about this little boy growing up in world war Two germany he's a nazi adolf hitler or a version of adolf hitler is his imaginary friend so it sounds kind of dicey and i guess people like the movie but there was i read some pieces that are like should we really be like making fun of this like sh- mm. is this where we should be spending our time like making light of such a horrible event from our past right but watching the movie, yes, it is a comedy, but it is also like very serious and has like some very like gut-wrenching moments because it's about this boy who is like very into being a Nazi. He's a child, you know, grow- grew up in Germany. He doesn't know anything else. And then kind of, he slowly realizes that his, well, he finds out that his mom is hiding a Jew upstairs in their attic and him kind of like processing this and having to sort through, like, what does it mean to be a Nazi, to be with these people who I grew up with, versus, like, what it means to do something that's good and right. And the little kids in it are all really cute. But it but it does have a lot of emotional heft to it. So I ended up liking it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I think partly because I thought I was going into it bracing for having to be like, ugh, like, this was good, but maybe was it the right time? And I felt like whoever was coming up with those criticisms... I think was was reacting more to like the trailer than they were to what was actually in the meat of the movie. If right. that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, I've heard similar things. I mean, yeah, I sort of I trust I trust the director, so that's why I sort of lean into the more positive reviews because I think I'll just end up enjoying it. But I'm curious to see it.
1: Taika Waititi, the director of thor ragnarok is mm-hmm. is the director and also plays adolf hitler <laughs> and he is a jew from new zealand yeah. so it's the, you know it's, it, it there's connections yeah. and it makes sense
0: yeah and i love that he said um he didn't do any research about adolf or his personality or anything he's just like i'm just making fun of him like i just i wanted to go into this making a stupid adolf
1: I will say this this movie has the most ludicrous accents I have ever heard it's like he told the cast like just pick an accent doesn't matter where it's from and go for it like some people are actually doing German accents there's one boy who is supposedly a German child and is just full-on not trying to do anything except for his normal British accent (laughs) Scarlett Johansson is in it doing something that I think she thinks might be German but it actually sounds like like a weird French accent and then there's also some people doing like American-y kind of accents Rebel Wilson is doing a very comedic German accent so there's just it's a (laughs) There's a lot going on in the movie, but it's but it's very good. I liked
0: it. Yeah. Well, I look forward to what seeing do you have? it. Um, so I um I got my phone upgraded this week, and that gave me a year access to Apple TV. So I decided I do oh. a mini roundup of these pilots for their new shows. I only got yes. around to watching the morning show, which is the Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, Reese Witherspoon. Basically, a fictionalized version of the whole Matt Lauer story, Um, and then there's a show starring Haley Steinfeld called Dickinson. That's sort of a it's like a period piece, but has modern sensibilities in like the language and the personalities of these characters about Emily Dickinson. And I'm gonna say, like, they're fine. I don't know why anyone would pay just to access these. I don't know why. I feel like the creators of these shows, I don't know how it worked exactly, but they should have been on any other streaming service network, whatever, because it just feels like once my year subscription is up, I have zero motivation to like Um, carry on. like I just don't feel like these shows are that special to justify having another streaming service you pay for. But The Morning Show has pretty dismal ratings for such high caliber actors. It's like at 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, People think it's not that well done. It feels more like a vanity project. You're really only watching for these big actors like going against each other. they each
1: got paid like like $2 million an episode (laughs) Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. So it's like these shows cost so much money and Apple obviously has endless amounts of money to be spending on this, but it is weird that they would launch their service with such (laughs) like lackluster titles and also titles that are not attached to any IP in any way. Uh Like when CBS launched CBS all access, they had a Star Trek show and you know, with Disney, obviously, they have the Mandalorian, the Star Wars show. So it's like people are coming to those already. There's right. a built-in audience. But like if your show is coming out and it's not even getting that good of reviews, like do that many people love <laughs> Reese Witherspoon that they're going to watch like a, that they're going to pay $10 a month to watch a media- mm, no. me- mediocre show that she's in? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I think it'll just... I don't know, because it seems like the audience for Apple TV will be boomers who kind of just, I don't know, sign up for anything and maybe forget they did. And then they'll just watch these shows because they have (laughs) nothing else going on. But... I just I just I'm like, I'll keep watching because I don't know, like obviously Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, like they're very entertaining to watch and they're trying really hard. But it's coming off pretty strong. And then with Dickinson, I was actually kind of excited for this one because Haley Steinfeld is actually like very charismatic to me. I love everything she's done. I think she's like she's just waiting for her big break to like prove herself. And this is like halfway there maybe. I don't know. It it sort of struggles under its own like self-importance with its like modernization of a period setting, but it's not as fun as I wanted it to be and it's really dependent on Haley's role. But it's actually doing pretty well. It has 88% on Rotten Tomatoes and critics are Excited by it, they like it. Jane Krakowski's in it. Wiz Khalifa plays death, so they're doing some fun things at least. So, I don't know if I'd recommend anyone going out of their way to get access to these shows, but I'll probably finish them, I guess.
1: (laughs) I mean, you'll famously watch just about anything. You (laughs) watch a whole season of The Rookie and million little things or whatever. Oh yeah, (laughs) so no shame there but yeah i think i'll skip these i there's nothing that i've seen about them that is so motivating that i feel like i need to watch it yeah. i'd much rather watch like the watchman or the new golden compass remake or i feel like there's other things that have been getting better buzz that i yeah. would rather dive into if i had the chance but Thank you for watching them and reporting back now I feel even <laughs> less inclined to go and try to figure out how to access Apple whatever on my phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, I think that's it for this week's pop culture roundup we're talking about the sixth terminator movie (laughs) terminator dark fate on thursday so if you watched that if you didn't watch that if you've ever watched a terminator movie if you haven't you can join us for that conversation Mm -hmm. i think it will be very interesting because this movie um i don't know it feels like an entry point to me to a lot of interesting conversations about (laughs) movies in general (laughs) and i'm excited to discuss with you yeah
0: me too
1: But until then, you can follow us on social media. We're at PSU Wrong. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, which is great because that helps more people find us. And otherwise, we will see you on Thursday. Bye.